listeners, this is another episode of Voices to Votes. My name is Mochi. In this episode, Brandon, Sagar, and I recap what happened during the Day of Action, what our next steps are, and what we should buy for our organization if we had the money. If we, if we need a Beamer here yeah. to run our right, yeah. voter registration drives. Person. We need a voter <laughs> registration Rolex. We need a voter registration uh, Louis Vuitton. This is our story and yours. So please stay with us. My name is Mochi. I'm Brandon. I'm Sagar. And this is a week after the day of action? Yeah, about a, about a week and a half. Yeah. 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 We're all gathered here to have a little briefing. Yeah, I'd say it met expectations. I think it was pretty successful. We were able to register 28 people, is that right? A bunch of other people took forms. They may or may not have sent them in. Yeah. That was better than some of the other voter registration events. Was it you telling this saga that during the other, the immigration day of action that they only registered like three people? Yeah, so... And one of them was you. Or something. <laughs> yeah. They had four forms submitted. Two were a change of address. One of those change of addresses was mine. And then there were two registrations. Right. And I think for one of them, one of the people didn't know their social security number. So they like... That's not a problem if you don't know your social security number, but I yeah. don't think they actually submitted it. So or I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't remember the details. But the point is, they were in the single digits. Right. So if we extrapolate... The next time we do, we'll register 300 people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. <laughs> right. Yeah. It just seems to be getting bigger and bigger. Um, no, I thought it was successful. It was, it was, it was a pretty good event. I think it was the, the challenge in the beginning was convincing people that in fact they could be registered in two states and it would not be a problem. There was so much confusion about this, and yeah. it, honestly, it kind of frustrated me because you you know you don't think of Princeton as a place of ignorant people, <laughs> or the yeah. Princeton University as a place of people who aren't in the know. Maybe five or six times, which is a lot, I think. I bumped into someone who said, "Oh, I don't live here. I just go to school here," yeah. which is like, okay, what? Well, so do you commute from from California every morning and evening? Like, is that? <laughs> You know, like, I think, I think there's some real confusion about what it means to live somewhere. Like, when you are a college student and you go to school at a university and you live in the dorms at that university or you live off campus near that university, you live there. Right. So, that is your community. Even though it may feel like you don't interact with the Jersey community, you, you live in a part of Jersey. Yeah. And, it's, and the other thing I noticed, too, is... I don't know, maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I don't think the folks that I met were like, well, you know, I'm actually saving my vote for Michigan. And I thought to myself, I don't think you're involved in Michigan local politics. I just right. have a strong feeling that, that it's that, not happening. You're just you, saying that. You're just saying that. I really don't think you know who your Michigan district senator is or Michigan, you know, like district legislator, which doesn't necessarily mean that you have to. I just, okay, so here's the bigger takeaway that I got from uh, sitting there talking to people is just reminding people that there was an ele- that there's an election coming up that local elections are coming up that there's a stake that they might have in these elections uh, I found that to be the most uh, important part of this I think there was someone sitting at the table with us one of the older 
folks who joined us from that other organization. And they were like, well, actually, Jersey's voter registration is pretty high. It's like 80%. Hmm. Um, but people just don't go to the polls. And I realized part of part of what it means to do a voter registration table is not only to register people to vote, but just to remind people that they should vote. Right. Yeah. I feel like there's an election in November. Did you know that? No. Well, there's a primary in June. I don't, I've had so many moments of that as well. People are like, really? Who's running? Who are the candidates? What's going on? Yeah. And it's not like people aren't open to it. It's just they don't think about this on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, you just need the constant... I mean, you get the constant reminder from a presidential election because we start running candidates two years before the actual election. Right, yeah. By with state races and local races, you really just have to like jog people's memories or like make them aware that an election is happening. Yeah, I guess this brings back to your point, Brandon, that local politics matter, but they're underrepresented in our media, mm-hmm. right? That we don't get any news about the four candidates that are running in Princeton in any form of media that we are very accessible to. Yeah, I mean, I think when I think here about like my Facebook news feed or even the other big, uh, the, uh, any publication that I uh, read, although I do, I have liked the nj.com page because I found it kind of useful. But before that, I really had no access to New Jersey news unless we did something that was national or Chris Christie, like, fucked up. Or, Bridgegate. Yeah, <laughs> Bridgegate, or he was, you know, cuckolded by Trump. Like, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise there was no news about New Jersey, specifically New Jersey local issues or local politics, much less Princeton local yeah. stuff. You know, it wasn't until I... Uh, liked some like local advocacy group pages on Princeton that I even knew we had an affordable housing problem yeah. that we were litigating in court. So the the idea of just being aware of what's going on, yeah, I don't think it's anyone's fault, but I do think that the voter registration table that we're going to probably put at different locations, its usefulness will not only be in getting people to register to vote, but it actually, its usefulness will be in getting reminding people there is something to vote about. Right. I agree. Maybe and this is some poster we could make about like the local issues that are happening. I don't know. I, I definitely think we should do that. I, I, I think this even gets to like a, an even further point about what our, our goal should be. I think, I think we could actually, I mean, maybe we started with the idea of registering people to vote. Mm-hmm. And that's great, and we should do that. I think we could also be a get-out-the-vote organization. And that's a lot harder. Yeah, this is a lot harder. But I think, like you said, do it. So doing a voter registration drive in the first place is a form of a get out the vote effort mm-hmm. in in the first place. And I think that going forward, as we get closer to the the primaries, but you know, hopefully we have even more momentum by election day in November. I think we could shift our focus to get out the vote, especially since the deadline to register is 21 days before the election. Anyway. Right, yeah. Right. Like in those 21 days, then you if we're going to do anything, and I think we should, I think we should really focus a lot on, on yeah, getting the vote out. I agree with you. I, when I think about the sort of constraints behind registering people to vote versus making people aware of voting, because the problem that we have is that it's up to the candidates in an election to get the vote out for those candidates. I mean, that's the expectation we have. Right. So there's, it's rare that we have a, I mean, we do have some get out the vote, like MTV's Rock the Vote is like a nice popular yeah. example. But there are organizations who do work at just saying like, go to the polls, I don't care who you vote for, just like 
get up off your ass and go to the polls on election day. Or Don't vote. forget about the Republican candidates who tried to suppress the vote. Right. So, so yeah. So, so, yeah. So, there's an active voter yeah. suppression effort. There's some efforts to make voting easier. But making voting easier, I think, is different from reminding people to go vote. Yeah. That there's something at stake for them, which I think is the kind of niche we maybe like to carve out for ourselves. Like, just saying, like, and it's not around any particular issue, I think. It's just around there are issues. There are candidates. There are yeah. people who are going to, you know, run and potentially get elected. And they're going to change your life. And this is a moment for you to say, like, how do, do I want to have my voice heard on that day? Do I want to feel like I had a say in what happened to me? And I think maybe, like, a me that was a little younger would have said, like, oh, that's so stupid. Like, people... But now I think there's something actually really kind of intrinsically valuable about saying voting isn't the only way you can have your voice heard, but it's, right. it is a form of having your voice heard. And, you know, increasingly, as we've been thinking about this work, I've realized, like, there aren't a lot of ways in which your voice does get heard politically. Yeah. 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 I'm curious, too, what you guys think about the idea that we have some experience now. Is, is it easy to be in politics or is it hard? Both. What do you think, Sagar? I mean, I think as I think about answering this question, I have to remind myself of the fact that we are graduate students at Princeton University, right? And that gives you a certain amount of access by default that you just take for granted. Like the fact that Jim Johnson visited the Princeton College Democrats because it's a college and it's a university and he, you know, wanted to go and, and recruit volunteers and, and that that maybe that happens at other college campuses. Okay, but even still, I mean, what percentage of Americans are college students? Not right. actually that many, right? Maybe many had gone to college, but you know, once you graduate, you sort of lose access to these sorts of events. I, th- I think it, it's actually, at, at a college campus, it's, it's not as hard to get, to get involved in politics right. as it is if you are just a citizen out there. I don't know what that's like because I've been cloaked in the you know security blanket of academia for right. like you know, in the six years orange bubble yeah yeah and before that i was an, an undergrad right and there was no real time in between so there was one year and right. you know i was at an academic institution doing research so yeah, yeah that's my take i can't imagine like working 40 to 50 hours a week and being a single mother and having any like role in politics like having any time to do yeah. like i'm taking care of or or being like a family of four and working a full-time job or whatever, whatever your family's... I can't imagine this being easy, as easy as it's been for us. I don't think it's been necessarily like a cakewalk, I think, but we haven't really had that many, that much trouble. And the organizations or volunteers we've had are either retired people or, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, or, or other graduate students. Which I think is like, I think if anything, what we're illustrating is that if you're a graduate student and you're not that invested in politics and you don't have to like work 40 hours a week to like pay your grad tuition or or pay your way through school, it's really easy like to get into politics. But for everyone else, I really understand why it's harder. I also understand why hitting people with politics where they are already going about their business is kind of a good strategy like being at a mall or being in front of like a grocery store like i thought the other day that maybe one thing we would do is just sit in front of like the wegmans or the shop right um and like and see if they'll just like let us like register people to vote i mean 
I believe that in Jersey you can uh, hand out flyers in front of like on commercial property because it's considered public space but we could talk to the store or something. Anyway, I guess all my point is, like if you're not hitting people where they're already going about doing the regular schedule, they're not gonna intersect with you. They don't right. really have time. I yeah. think I think that that is an event or two or more that we could do. Yeah. You know, like going, sort of going, you know, beyond the campus setting and, and trying to see if we can get non-university people registered. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like the like I think if you go further towards Skillman, there's like a shop right in Skillman that's next to an independent movie theater. I think that's oh, like I think that's in Leonard Lance's district. Yeah, if you go yeah. down that way, like that's like that's actually the that's like District Sixteen Two. That's yeah. our that's Chatterelli and Chris Bateman's district. I mean, right. the, the other thing is like where you decide to set your table up. I mean, like whole like the Whole Foods of Lawrence is probably yeah. not really going to get a lot of people who are already. You know, on the radar, already being sort of flagged by politicians and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is. I mean, I would say this has been relatively easy to do. We haven't done a lot yet, but I think like setting up new events or setting aside time on like a Saturday for like three hours to go table somewhere, like that doesn't seem yeah. too challenging given our schedules. Yeah, we should we should have uh, a a go kit for registration. Right. Right. So sort of like a more technical or logistics takeaway from our first voter registration drive. So at that drive, right, we also had postcards that people could sign and letter to their representatives. And we had stamps. Um, we have a printer. We had a printer so that people could print out address labels yeah. uh, for their for their representatives. And it all sort of sounded cool and exciting when we were putting it together. And in the end, it just ended up being way too busy yeah. and ultimately ineffective. So I actually think, and this is not just convenient, uh, I actually think less is more yeah, <laughs> for yeah. us. Like, I yeah. think if we make our jobs easier and, like, you know, don't care. Like, we, we really only need, I made the list, like, four or five things. Voter registration forms, pens, tape, and sign up. So if people want to help out, they could sign up. Right. And the little info cards that we printed out that had the New Jersey election calendar on it and all of your representatives in government if you live in Princeton. Yeah. Right? And that's five things that are very easy to carry that you can carry in a box. Like a in a box. box or something. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe yeah. maybe a, maybe yeah. one poster or whatever or yeah, like something a banner on the front that, of the table that you can just drape over and that's it. Yeah, and I think we should have like a cloth banner or something you can yeah. roll up. Yeah. Mm. Not something that's sort of rigid. Rigid can be yeah. easily bent and broken. You just have like a rugged cloth banner, a table, you know, like a go kit. Just yeah, go yeah. kit, like assassins, <laughs> like CIA agents. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, I that's what makes part of this easier too. Is I think we're maybe a little more organized than some people. I mean, I think you guys are probably more organized than I am. Um, I don't know why. What, like in life? No, 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 no. I just, I, I guess I mean like, um, and I don't want to like caricature you guys, but I think because you do science, you're a little more methodical. Sure. I felt like a little Maybe. bit, I don't know. Maybe. I, I mean, don't think I would have thought I mean, isn't writing an essay, so I haven't, I haven't written like, like a, like a paper quote yeah. unquote in a while, but I mean, those require organization, right? 
or or you or you uh, I really more mean, of a Faulkner. I don't mean like I don't mean like we're like more or less methodical in terms of strategy. I mean right. like actual like thinking about the things you might need, like with like logistics, like logistics. Right. Yeah, logistics. You're, yeah, you guys are a little more, and I think it's because you guys run labs, and so you have to think about stuff like that. Maybe um, that's a theory, but. I but yeah, I would have never thought. I'll take it. I'll take it. No, no, it's a compliment. Like it's not a. It's yeah. It's a compliment. Like I, I what I mean to say is I think there's a there's a good dynamic here between the three yeah. of us. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The stickers were a hit. The stickers people, were a hit. People loved the stickers. People did like the stickers. We gave the stickers to everyone who claimed they were registered to vote. Even right. people who weren't U.S. citizens but <laughs> said they're registered to vote in their you know respective countries flimsy democracy <laughs> whatever whatever yeah. whatever like the netherlands yeah, yeah <laughs> flimsy democracy yeah. than the netherlands yeah you know yeah. Uh. um yeah i would say i'd say it was success i, I would say it was a it's motivation for us to keep going yeah so well, what are the next steps like what should we do now that first of all we have a student organization mm-hmm. like an official princeton recognized one we got this idea of this go kit we got some volunteers who signed up additionally to the volunteers we got and also we have some interest from other organizations who are interested in helping what should we do next it's a good question well i know that part of our goal was to get more folks registered and aware of the elections in our district so i've had the idea of maybe like seeing if Princeton Township was having any kind of public events. Yeah, I, I remember people idea. thinking about the farmer's market. So, yes, yeah, so the farmer's market will be coming back in the spring, um, maybe tabling a few times there. I'm, I think it's on Thursdays. Yeah. I, don't, I, I know I'm free all day Thursday, so I could we could set up a table and do it for like two or three hours at the farmer's market and see if we can get a table there for that maybe some of the events further into district 16 like where it gets to be purpley red country mm, yeah i so i like the idea of looking at a calendar yeah. of events or looking at you know a few calendars of events for different Township. townships yeah. and universities in our district besides princeton um, who else which writer is writer in i don't also? know okay I, I really, really not sure. If Hunterdon County and Somerset Counties have community colleges, mm. I'm pretty sure those would be just because most of our district is Hunterdon County and Somerset County, and these are sort of those more western, more rural, uh, purple to red um, parts of New Jersey. How, how do you think people will feel that Princeton Voter Drive is coming to their town and I think we should, I, I don't think I don't think we should... We should, have, we should have a set of signs that are just voter drive. Yeah, yeah. So that we can have operations and not cause a, a, a schism in, in New Jersey, you know, right. North Jersey, South Jersey. Yeah, yeah. 51st. Also, I mean, state. we're not, I mean, we, we are bipartisan. We do, I mean, I don't think. We're bipartisan or nonpartisan? Nonpartisan. <laughs> not bipartisan. Yeah, yeah. Non-partisan. We're nonpartisan, and I think that our goal is to, is to hopefully get people who are not registered. Well, they, I think the idea partly that motivates us is that I think we believe that the people who are not registered to vote are people who probably don't like what's happening with respect to 
Trump. Or yeah, there's historically underrepresented groups. Right, who don't vote or who, right. are, who are not registered to vote, which I think is our way of saying, like, this is how we can sort of do this nonpartisan-wise, because even if we, on a, on a good day, if we registered 100 people who weren't registered already, you know, I'd say probably 60% or 70% of the regular people who are not Trump supporters. Yeah, yeah. Would be my argument. If we're, if we're like, say, like, in a, like, lower-income area of, like, District 16. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure we could we could find those areas. Another, I know, I know this is a bit forward. I know, Mochi, your question was sort of, like, yeah, immediate next steps. Right. Um, but I had mentioned to you guys about having a voter registration drive at graduate school orientation, mm-hmm. right? And we could take a look at the university calendar, right, and, and sort of see what events there are. Because yeah. university events are easier for us to organize. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, right, like if we want to, you know, if we want to like venture out into NJ16, I mean, that's a good idea, but there's some, I mean, there's activation energy there. Right, like right. that's like that. That takes a maybe while. the first couple of events we yeah. should do at home because it's just easier. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's a good point. I mean, I don't think I think we registered twenty eight people. That I think there are a lot more people at Princeton University we could be registering. Yes. Um, so maybe we want to think about tabling sometime at, in Frist. Like maybe once a week we'll set up a table there. I think we could do that once. Yeah, I mean, so we have a list of volunteers, right? So we I have think a list of volunteers, right? Once we have our list serve, I think we would organize a meeting. Yeah. Um, you know, we could have it at a room in Frisk. We, we could, I don't, you know, we could have it at Lakeside. It doesn't really matter where we have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and before that meeting, maybe we should have a plan about what it is that we want to talk about at this meeting. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe we don't even need to have a meeting. Maybe we could just send an email on the listserv and just have a sign up. Yeah. Saying, you know, we're going to have a table set up, right? We, we could try to be decentralized, right? We're going to have a table at Frist for two hours a week on Wednesdays from five to seven. Right. Mm-hmm. I like this decentralized idea. Maybe keeping all our equipment somewhere in a box and whenever people have time, they should just grab that box and go. Yeah. I think we could do that. I think there's enough trust between the few people who probably signed up, and there's also nothing valuable in that box, right? Right. You know, we could have a simple instruction card in it, maybe. Mm-hmm. So then maybe maybe the next steps then are going back through our through the list of people who wanted to volunteer, um, getting our listserv out, like getting our listserv, adding those folks to the listserv, and trying to organize our first meeting maybe the week after spring break yeah yeah I think that's that's a good sounds like a good I mean it depends on how fast they get us all that stuff right but basically once they get us that stuff maybe sending an email and organizing something for like the week after or whatever right giving people about a week to plan on their schedules or just to send an email to be like hey you know you if you receive this email you've said you wanted to volunteer with us blah 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 this is kind of what we have have in mind for getting more Princeton students registered to vote, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, we should keep in mind the timing of everything because the primaries are June 6th and we yeah. should get everyone registered before so that they could participate in the primaries. Yeah, so maybe maybe, maybe what we would be able to do is put together some kind of a, a loose schedule for April, depending on how fast we get stuff from, from the student organization. But, you know, in some ways we can 
we can cover as much ground by focusing on Princeton. I don't think we've exhausted Princeton University yet. Oh, of course not. Yeah. Of course. Not. I think prior to the primary, I mean, if you want to have yeah. a sort of a, a, a sort of basically a self-imposed deadline. Yeah. I say before the primary, we can exclusively focus on Princeton. Princeton and maybe Princeton Township Princeton, at, yeah. for, at furthest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Princeton yeah. University in town. Because then, and then in the summer too, there are going to be less people around. I'm not going to be around in the summer, so I, so it, it's going to be more in your hands. But I'm sure there'll be opportunities to go further, further west, right into the district if you guys wanted to, or maybe you'll get involved. Manifest in the destiny. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll get involved with the campaign. You guys might get involved with the campaign <laughs> right. over the summer. And another thing that we should also work on, in parallel, and maybe we can figure out how to split these tasks. But um, we should create a budget and apply for funding from mm-hmm. yeah. the uh, graduate student government. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's, that, that, that's... Um, maybe, uh, do you want to... I'll take on that task. Do you want, yeah, finding, like, and contacting, like, the Pay Center and... All yes. Yeah, I'll take on the task of getting us money and putting a budget together. Sweet. That's great. That sounds so, great. Yeah. So I, can, I can work on the volunteer list. And then maybe the other thing that, uh, the other task is to look at the Princeton University calendar and see some opportunities yeah. to, yeah. to, yeah. to find out, tag ourselves investigate the dates. Yeah. 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 We could do a D bar. I, I still like this idea of doing a D bar, like having a registration table right outside of D bar. Yeah. Or within D bar. We or could, within D-bar. We, I could bartend and have democracy specials. Yeah. Red, white, Drink. yeah, red, white, red, white, and booze. Right. Yeah, I love it. Red, white, and booze. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that too. That could be a thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then I think we have a, we have a, a good plan to move forward. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go, Perfect. I'll go through the calendar of events and, and brainstorm possible big ticket events that we have a, have a drive at. Cool. Cool. That sounds great. Thank you so much for listening to another Voices of Votes episode. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and leave an awesome review on iTunes. If you live in or around Princeton and would like to share your voice on the podcast, please contact us at voices to votes at gmail.com. Special thanks to Frederick Grace for the artwork and Jamal Williams, aka DJ Motion Correct, for the music. We'll be back soon, so stay tuned.